Welcome to the MedcoShare Podcast, the podcast where we learn everything about what it's like to be a private practice healthcare practitioner in today's world. We dig deep into the challenges of being a healthcare practitioner, but also the rewarding aspects that the work entails. My name is Ronak Vyas, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of MedcoShare. Shalin Shah has over 20 years working in the pharmaceutical, biotech, and health insurance industries. He started his career working for a major health insurance company in their risk management group. Afterwards, he became a management consultant working for different companies like Deloitte and Bluefin Group, advising pharmaceutical and biotech companies of all sizes, large and small, and emerging in the areas of product commercialization. Most recently, Shalin has been working in-house at small biotech companies developing novel treatments in oncology and helping them build their commercial capabilities from the ground up. He's also an avid investor with a diverse portfolio of investments in startup companies and real estate, and the lead investor of MedcoShare's WeFunder crowdfunding campaign. Shalin, welcome to the show. Um, we're family, so I'm glad you're, you're here. And you're also a new father, so tell us a little bit about that and, uh, and your background. Yeah, happy to be here, and uh, thanks, you know, obviously thanks for having me uh, today. Um, and yeah, as you mentioned, obviously... Me and Rona go way back, uh, being first cousins, and um, you know a lot of stories that we could share, but we probably won't for you know purposes. Of That's today. another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> probably won't for purposes of today, but um, no, you know, um, yeah, and definitely um, a new dad, and uh, very much enjoying um, enjoying that. Um, you know, it's really been life changing. Um, in all aspects. So. How's the, how's the lack of sleep? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, you know, that's, uh, that comes with it. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, you have your ups and downs, but, um, you know, have a great support system and, uh, and wife, uh, at home. So, you know, we're, uh, we're doing a pretty good job, I think. And, um, just thankful for it all. So yeah, no, you guys are been great. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah. So a little bit about my background, uh, you know, I went to school in Philadelphia, um, Drexel University. Uh, upon graduating, I um, I went right into uh, management consulting, and so I worked for. Uh, I started out working for a company called IMS Health uh, in one of their consulting practices. Uh, it was there where I really got my foundation in the pharmaceutical industry and learned how things worked. Um, and really, that was like my launching pad because from there. Ended up getting into um, some really good roles um, at two other firms um, and really went from being operational to strategic. And, um, you know, so spent the next five years um, at, at Deloitte in a small company called Bluefin Group, where, you know, really, really did a lot of um, great work for manufacturers of all sizes, uh, large, small, mid-tier, emerging you name it, um, brought dozens of products and services to market. Um, from there, I ended up getting into the biotech industry and, um, I worked, uh, in 2018, I went to my first biotech company, which was working on a drug in breast cancer in the type of breast cancer that had, that had had no innovation for decades, um, was able to, from the ground up, help build, um, the organization, launch the product, um, successfully and ultimately was acquired by a larger pharmaceutical company, spent some time there. And then, you know, now, um, I'm at another really small biotech company also in the cancer space, um, and, um, have helped sort of build that company as well. 
um, from the ground up, develop its commercial capabilities, um, and, you know, kind of continuing um, bringing products to market. So, yeah, it's been a great, uh, it's been a great ride. No, that's amazing. Um, and I know with your previous company, you had a little bit of an exit there that gave you some capital to invest. So can you talk a little bit about some of the companies you've invested in? Um, obviously, you were the lead investor for us in our crowdfunding campaign. And maybe you can talk about why you also inv- decided to invest in, into uh, MedcoShare. Yeah, so you know, um, definitely got into the world of investing. I've always been, I've always loved the idea of investing. You know, from stock markets, et cetera, at a very young age. Um, and then, you know, growing through your career, you know, you start to learn about all the opportunities that are out there and what you're able to get involved with. And um, I've been fortunate to kind of have had a fair amount of things um, come across. Um, my desk, so to speak, and um, have taken advantage of them. So, you know, I'm involved um, in a handful of different real estate deals, both uh, residential and commercial, um, involved with uh, some technology companies in the AI space, um, and then obviously also involved with MedcoShare um, and a few other things. So, um, yeah. So what's the difference between investing in real estate and investing in healthcare? Yeah, so I mean, I think um, you know, two very different. Um, you know, while there are some similarities, I think they're very different. Um, you know, for for traditional real estate, um, you know, real estate has been tried and true sort of investment for decades and decades, um, and has worked out for a lot of people. I think if you make the right moves in real estate. Um, at least on the residential side, and even sometimes on the commercial side, you know, the risk is not as high as it is with investing in early stage companies or things like that. Yeah, I think, you know, with real estate, it's definitely more predictable. And because of that, there's a, a proven pathway to wealth. And usually it's it's slower, um, but at least there is that path that people can, you know, can follow. With healthcare, and, and you've seen it, um, some companies go bust rather quickly. Uh, others take you know 15, 20 years to really gain m- momentum, and that's just the way things are. You know, sometimes you're not necessarily trying to hit a jackpot, but you just really don't know what avenue you know you're going to be going down in in terms of uh, healthcare investments. Um, so going back to MedcoShare and why you invested, what excites you the most about like MedcoShare and the current healthcare environment? Right. So I think, you know, with MedcoShare, um, I think it is a very unique concept because the cost of doing business as a individual provider or a, a group um, as an individual provider is very high. On top of everything that you have to worry about with delivering patient <laughs> patient care, the administrative side of things, you also have to worry about the real estate side of things, right? And so... I think it. I think what sort of attracted me to this is that you know MedcoShare kind of solves a big piece of that and really lets providers focus on what they do best, which is taking care of patients um, and things like that, and not having to worry about um, you know leases and long-term um, 
arrangements or having to buy a building per se, right? And so I think with such a large population um, and such big opportunity with all the healthcare and all of the things that happen in this country, um, you know, I think the opportunity, even though hospitals are a major player in this and control a large part of the market, there's still such a big market to be captured for individual providers. So last night you shared an article from the AMA about why, you know, it's becoming harder and harder for practices to get started and why there are more and more people gravitating towards just becoming a physician at a hospital or a large clinic. Um, do you see that trend Continuing, and you know, one of the reasons why we started MedcoShare is also because we saw that trend, and we figured there has to be another outlet, right? There, there shouldn't be only um, either you work for a hospital or you invest, you know, half a million, a million dollars to to go out on your own. Um, but where do you see that trend uh, going? Yep, and so I think for I think for a long time there was sort of a upward trend of hospitals acquiring any type of practice they could get their hands on. And maybe, you know, to a certain extent that still exists today. At the same time, I feel like there's enough people and providers that are out there that still want to kind of remain on their own, you know, be entrepreneurs and do their own thing um, without being tied, you know, to a hospital per se and just, you know, being another hospital employee. I think there's yeah, even if it's 40% of the population, that is still a very big number when you think about a TAM that is over a trillion dollars in terms of, you know, real estate, et cetera, in the healthcare space. Um, so I think the opportunity is there. I think, especially with, you know, this next generation of physicians coming in, I think, you know, it's a little bit of a different mindset. So I think, I think that there, you know, there's tremendous growth ahead. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, what advice would you give to budding entrepreneurs and investors? I would say um, a few things. One is people. People are the most important thing to any endeavor, essentially, right? And so one of the things I always look at um, behind any business or opportunity is the people that are involved. And if you have strong people that are passionate um, I think the likelihood of success goes all that much more up. Um, and so people are, are very important. So I would say, um, as an entrepreneur, definitely surround yourself with great people. Um, I think that really appeals to investors. The second thing um, I would say to an entrepreneur, obviously, is, you know, there's no substitute for hard work. No endeavor is easy no one becomes successful overnight. And so hard work is like, you know, that is like at the core and everyone and their team should really understand that, um, you know, days, nights, weekends, it never stops. You know, for entrepreneurs, it really never stops. Right. And so, um, that piece is, that piece is very important. Um, then on the third side, I mean, I would say, you know, you, and this is natural to entrepreneurship, but, you know, taking risk is inherent um, in the business, right, of being an entrepreneur. And I think there's going to be times where you have to take risks that are significant. Um, 
And I would say, you know, the people that have been really successful are the ones that do take those risks. And so I think you have to have that appetite um, to be able to take risk. So those are some of the things I would probably say. Um, like I said, your, your team, very important, hard work, um, and being able to take risks. Yeah, and I would add one more to that, which is timing. You know, there's a lot of businesses that have those elements, but if the timing is off, it becomes a failure. Um, and then vice versa, there's businesses that launch at the right time where you might have, you know, two out of those three that you, things that you mentioned, and it still does phenomenally well because the market has to be ready for whatever product or service um, that you're launching. The other thing, too, is like with healthcare, and you know, my background is commercial real estate. Um, with healthcare, it's just a different animal. So it's like, you know, there's a big difference between launching a tech company versus launching a healthcare company. And here, because things move like at a, just a slower pace, uh, our time horizon when we started MedcoShare was over 10 years because we know that adoption in healthcare isn't going to happen overnight. You know, we're going into year four, and we've set the foundation of being able to scale it to other markets. So I'm excited about that. And as a team, you know, we're aligned that it's not going to happen just overnight. You know, we do see that it's going to take time, and we're prepared to be in that marathon. Um, Shalin, this was a great conversation. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, it was really uh, great having you here. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, best of luck to you guys on the journey ahead. MedcoShare provides turnkey medical office space for health and wellness providers. Our memberships are month to month and providers can rent one or multiple rooms based on their needs. We also have an in-house staffing and marketing team to help you grow your practice. To learn more, please visit MedcoShare.com or stop by one of our locations and get started today. If you want to hear more of these conversations as we dig deeper into the lives of our members, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media to hear more from our doctors and nurses, as well as to keep updated on all things MedcoShare. We hope you'll join us on the next one. And until then, don't forget to practice your way.